always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. Simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse and regret. Dom Miguel Ruiz You're listening to an Insight Quote episode from EWS, where inspiration from iconic quotes is translated into practice. And wisdom can be embodied into one's life. Get ready to unpack essential principles and enjoy. Hello, Gonzalo Marques from here, and this inside quote was co-produced with psychologist João Cardia, the new EWS team member. Wait, just a useful reminder. We know you're investing precious time here. So you can also efficiently work your listening experience by checking the timestamps at the end of this episode show notes. You can click over them to jump directly to the pieces that you find most interesting to your needs and wishes. As for my wish, your review and subscription to EWS Podcast. By doing so, we will be able to offer the listeners more quality content regularly to improve the mental game in sports and work. Until you decide on that, keep enjoying this. We picked out this quote not to be inspirational not to enroll in a pep talk, but yes, to lay out a simple yet powerful attitude to have towards your sports practice. I know it also seems a common saying that is out there, like an ordinary instruction to just do your best and you will be fine with it. We will go over some implicit risks on psychological safety, about dealing with pressure and overly self-criticism, and focus on some fundamentals also, like focusing solely over what's within your control. So this time we discuss a long quote. The full version is, quote, always do your best. Your quote-unquote best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best, and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. End quote. It comes from Don Miguel Ruiz, a renowned author and neurosurgeon that survived a critical, almost fatal car accident, and since then got very much involved in spiritual teachings. This conversation for today's Inside Quote is thus inspired by those, which also pretty much interconnect with some principles from classical and integrative psychology. More concretely, this was inserted by Miguel on his most acclaimed book, The Four Agreements, where the fourth is where the reader, according to him, will learn to always give his best appropriately. And it is always on this stance of appropriateness that we will unravel the rest of the IQ. You see, many works of literature nowadays, especially the ones around the self-help category, to which we have certain reservations about, talk to us about doing our best in every activity we participate in. In our world, also, we are pressured to deliver in all contexts we're engaged. And sometimes our best is not enough for others which can bring a lot of negativity to the way we look at ourselves and our performance. 
The author of this quote also reinforces that our best changes from time to time, which means that there are so many factors that influence the way we perform that we can't control everything. The present, current culture is not prepared or is less prepared or tolerant, in other words, for letdowns or bad performances. So it's natural that we feel the need to deliver an awesome job every time, no matter what. And while this style is often appreciated by society, again, meaning to be a super athlete in this case, or to be super productive on other areas, still, a stance like this can bring attached some risks. I talk about a more severe proclivity for self-criticism, which can lead to phenomena like overtraining, self-abuse, and discouragement to keep practicing for good and with joy. Moreover, unfortunately, if one strains himself too much due to very rigid and very high standards, once one doesn't achieve that level, he can start to feel very guilty too, which will lead to those undesirable states I've mentioned and which will block joy, creativity, and paradoxically, the potential improvements that could breed from there. And we can think of an antidote for this that will pass through some internal or self-exploration, as well as some methods of training and dealing with inaccuracies. We'll go over recognizing one's actual limitations. Also, the skill of acceptance, which we've been talking in the last IQ and some quick bios ago. Also, an uptake to appreciate appropriate challenges and being positioned in a zone of proximal development. And more. But uh, too much jargon coming at you here. So, these are all things related to psychology. And again, this episode will be long enough already, so we will not go over this sufficiently in depth on this episode. But you can always get to know more about these specific topics and issues if you keep accompanying our content, especially in our interviews with experts every Wednesday, and other exclusive material coming soon on our website at ewsport.eu. And all this that was mentioned, it's not different in the world of sports. Athletes in different contexts are subjected to a lot of pressure made by coaches, the media, the supporters and the ecosystem around them, which can affect the way they perform in a very significant manner. And we know from the literature that not all athletes deal with pressure the same way. Some will thrive in those kind of environments, while others will simply crack under pressure moments. So we're speaking here yet on another factor that is a variable that comes into account on influencing one's level of performance. You know it, pressure. And the level of pressure that emerges on a certain event or environment, which by itself is subjective, by the way, but that's a whole characteristic I will talk later, is not always related to a lack of self-confidence, as one might expect. Sometimes the biggest fear is around what others will think about him if he makes a mistake. The feeling of letting other people down is sometimes unbearable. And that doesn't make him take chances to develop skills and be a better athlete. Because somehow he will get constricted, holding back in the face of challenges. 
Speak about how one's best can appear from this, huh? Wait, excuse me, before you continue on for the episode, I will just ask you for a review. This is a common request, I know, and I imagine it can be tedious to do so, to divert now, and I am aware you as a listener just want to grow through. However, if you do so on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, it makes an important contribution for EWS growth and for us to keep providing relevant contents for you to actualize your sports practice and mental game. And also for me to be able to continue to bring in great guests. Moreover, each month we randomly select their two winners to receive exclusive material that will assist them reaching their full sporting potential. Also, it is important for me to hear your feedback. So head over there, please. The links are in the description, as always, alongside with the timestamps. See ya. Anyways, follow me on this thought. Does LeBron James get in all the shots he throws at the rim? Do Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal or Djokovic win every Grand Slam they participate in? Do Ronaldo or Messi deliver every weekday training session at their peak level or on match fixtures? As you can see, the variability of performance is completely natural, a factor that is key for you to accept. And the ability to be consistent is the holy grail in any athletic domain, as it is not available to everyone. I can imagine that consistency is something that you strive for. So how can we deal with it? Deal with pressure, I mean. As well as with these normal inconsistencies that don't permit us to be at our best level all the time. And wait, really notice this. To be at your best level is not the same as giving your best, which is what we are wanting to convey here, because that is what's within your control. Well, what you just heard was something probably easy to understand. But to assimilate this or put it into practice is a harder task for sure. At EWS we aim to translate the theory and mental principles into practice the best way possible. But it all comes down to you. Take a moment to really reflect. Is this good for me? What can I do today to implement it? Again, the keyword practice. How can you translate this into practice? Practice it and go ahead. Keep enjoying the process of efficiently working sports. Moreover, you can be at your best physically but still not executing your best technically or even not being with the best focus. So let's look at it from both the players and the coaches' perspectives. Starting with the coaches, it's important to think about the person inside the player. Not everyone will react to one's behavior the same way. The more you, as a coach, can adapt your interventions to the characteristics of the players in your team, each one of them, although sometimes it's near impossible to do this, I know, but the more you do this, the more the players will feel validated and feel the drive to fight for you and for the whole team as an unique entity, you see, on the pitch and on the training grounds. And this is a great time that got me, Gonzalo, I mean now, to recall a quote from the infamous Portuguese poet, Fernando Pessoa, where he told us, and this sounds so much more beautiful read in Portuguese, but here it goes, my translation, quote, To be great, be whole. 
nothing yours exaggerate or exclude. Be all of you in each thing. Put how much you are in the minimum activity that you do. Thus, in every lake, the whole moon shines, because high it lives. End quote. And from this, I want to take the opportunity to make reference and honor an old colleague and friend of mine from school. This guy, on some presentation he had to do for a Portuguese class many years ago, made reference to this quotation by Pessoa and shared it was like a mantra he lived by. I don't know if he continued with that embodied, but truth is that he went to be consistently one of the best students there through high school and also very sociable, calm, and with a good mood. And, another curiosity, very proficient in sports, too. Not that he was particularly talented, but he always stood out for his focus and determination. And to close this little story, he works now as a physician, taking the speciality in orthopedics. Still, once again, I believe there's a certain art to this, to adopt in a cohesive and healthy way this stance of doing our best or giving our all that we have in any activity. On this sequence, we want to call you into attention to be careful with things like high demands or standards, low patience, shortcuts, and even shouting out screams or punishment methods. Sometimes, since I mentioned this in the last piece, we may feel we have to raise the tone, all right, but that doesn't imply a lack of respect for the person in front of us, especially when often the person is ourselves. Right? What a bummer to treat ourselves without respect or compassion. Important elements for a healthy relationship. Another suggestion to counterbalance this negative side is to always focus on the process and not on the result. Or not as much. Sometimes players build a very negative evaluation of their performance on the pitch based on one big miss or a bad pass, for example. And this is even more said to assist when the miss is more due to the merit of the opponent's quality rather than to the proposed failing of the self. Moreover, on this, when we deconstruct the performance per se, based on statistics, the idea changes completely. And the growth mindset can be built here. EWS often talks about this big topic of growth mindset. And what I mean here is that that evaluation and exploration will make the player challenge himself more on the areas that were suboptimal to him and, underline this, will make him focus on the aspects he can control about his performance. And please remind this, if it's the only thing you live with from this IQ, it's important to accept that it's impossible to always be at... 100% of your capacities on every match or every training session. The levels of motivation, focus and many other factors that we could spend a whole afternoon talking about here will influence our performance. So the magic word is again acceptance. Accept, for example, the 80% or whatever level you're in at the moment and try to maintain it. Or, if possible, regain the remaining 20%. But maybe that's uh, another conversation. And from there, focus at each moment on how and where you can be giving 100% of your capabilities from what you have at hands, especially on the mental parts, because that is more at your reach. 
meaning your concentration, your reactions, for example. Seriously, put that into perspective. If I asked you if you'd prefer one to be on 100% on one day and 40% on the other, or two, you could have 85%, let's say, on both days, what would you rather pick? It's more than basic math, right? Consistency in one's overall performances over time is a quality many strive for, and EWS will produce more episodes and bring experts to help on that, by the way. And I guess consistency is pretty much the topic that turns in from this IQ, or these last lines. To do our best, given any circumstances, with what we have available, it's all about the ability to focus on what we can control, and believe that we can bring our best possible, which is not static, never too much to note that piece, to do our best possible on every week, every day, every present play ahead even if it wobbles a bit. And the secret is exactly here, on accepting that the quote-unquote best can change every day, or every moment, if we make it a stretch. Only this way, we believe, one is more at ease, with a precise awareness for what's needed to perform well, less frustrated. And I venture to say that what me and João told here so far is what it takes to efficiently work sports practice. Well, certainly there's more around efficiently work sports, and this can become more complex, the topic of today's IQ, but I look at this like a pillar for optimal practices anyhow. Now, as time flew by, do you recognize how adopting this presented stance can reduce regret, as Miguel told in the beginning? After these 15 minutes or so, can you become more gentle and stop abusing yourself or other players with punishment? And more, do you recognize how self-judgment gets diminished from this talk? How could you be more compassionate with yourself and your performances while still conserving high standards and pushing yourself hard in training? Hey you, athlete, student or worker of some kind, we want to know real cases. So tell us, from what you've heard, what have you been missing out? What is one idea that popped into your mind while listening? Feel free to share in the comments so we can assist you further. See ya! <laughs> if there's anything I would love the most to hear from you is some thoughts and ideas on exactly this. So please, I invite you to comment below. Or better yet, I leave a link in the description where you can send an anonymous audio message. Super easy, free and clean. Until then, take care. We hope these messages got across well to assist you in efficiently work in your sport. For more information, go to ewsport.eu and get in touch with expert interviews and other types of posts.